Today's Mesila Yesharim was dedicated Le'ilui Nishmat of Romeo Ben Tzvi in the Zichut of the Limuda Torah and the Zichut of the Tzedakah the Neshama Shirhav and Aliyah. Now, we were discussing in Mesila Yesharim Parachaf, the concept of Hocheach Tocheach Adamitecha that we have a mitzvah Daraisa to give Musar, to give Tochacha. And that we explained last time that it's a Ben Adam Lahavero, that we have to care for people and love people. And therefore, since the purpose is for the recipient, it's for his benefit, so if it's counterproductive, then we decease from doing the Tochacha, we stop. Because it's not helping. He's obviously not in the situation where he believes that you're looking out for his best interest. The Ramchal said that a Hasid has to think from the beginning. Even before he begins to give the Teichoch, if he feels that it's going to be counterproductive in the sense that they're going to do more Averis and more Chil Hashem is going to come from it, then he must not give the Teichoch. So once we're on the con- topic of Teichocha, I think today I would like to do a little bit, a piece in Rabbi Rucham and Das Torah on our parasha, which is Parashat Ekev this week. So it comes into the parasha, and it's the Indian that we're learning with Seals Hashem. So let's try to get a little bit into this, because a person himself, forget about giving rebuke to others, a person himself has to be a person that's willing to accept rebuke, meaning deeper than that, he has to be willing to change. Okay? So what he's going on over here is the Pasuk that Hashem said to Moshe Rabenu, go down quickly, because the Jewish people have sinned in the Chet Egel. So he goes into a whole thing that the main taina that Hashem had on the Jewish people was that they were kashe orif. They wouldn't, they weren't willing to change. They weren't willing to grow. And therefore, Rabbi Ruch was going into, in the main point in this piece over here is, that he wants to explain why it's an urgent, Hashem told him to go down quickly, mahed. Why it's so urgent. Okay? So, he brings over here a pasuk in Mishle, that says, ish tochahot. So he says, he brings down from the Metsudois, is one of the uh, commentaries on Mishle, on Tanakh. If a person is needing, he needs the Toichocha, means he's not doing what he's supposed to do. And he becomes stiff-necked and stubborn, and he's not willing to listen. He's going to have a sudden destruction. There's no one to help him. That's the Metsudas on the Pasuk. Meaning, in other words, no matter what problems we have in life, it doesn't make a difference what they are. Any spiritual issue that we have, there's always a solution. There's always a solution, no matter how far a person has gone. But there's one necessary ingredient that we need 
is that we are willing to listen, recognize, and be flexible enough to make changes. But when we become stubborn, and we don't want to change, then there's no help for the person. Okay? That's the point. So it says like this. Says Rabbi Rucham and I think this is very important. I will add to his words. Okay? So, and he goes into, I'm going to just take small points and try to build it, because there's a lot here to read. He basically says, we see from the Gemara of Metziah, with Rabbi Yochanan Reish that Rabbi Yochanan missed Reish Lakish tremendously after he passed, because he used to ask him 24 questions every time he opened his mouth. It means Rabbi Yochanan gave a share, he said a yesoid, he said a halacha, he said something, and Reish Lakish used to whip him with 24 questions. Which forced Rabbi Yochanan into a position that he had to answer those 24 questions. And therefore, he had to develop the surgya and perfect the surgya. Because since Resh Lakish was able to find any even slightest imperfection in the surgya, Rabbi Yochanan would we have to deal with that. Okay? And the mail of the Gemara says, Rav Cheshmaitza. The sugya would widen, it would become more clear, become more deep, because of that. Okay? So you see, that clarity and truth and learning can only be reached if there is hitnagdut ke'oyevim zelazah. You have to have a different opinion. You have to have a resistance. Otherwise, you don't get clarity. Right? So now, this is something our generation suffers from tremendously. Because we automatically assume the way we think is always the correct way. And we're not interested in hearing opinions that go against what we think. We're only interested in people liking what we say, not disagreeing. Now, obviously, people that have to disagree, they're disagreeing out of love of finding the truth. They're disagreeing not in a way to destroy people. The person who disagrees also has to have good midot, how he disagrees. But the point is we'll never see the truth without a person disagreeing. I once had a chabrusa, one of my best chabrusas I've ever had. I've known him for many years. And me and him, we thought exactly the opposite in the sugya. You know how you read a Gemara and you assume for a Dover Pasha, this is what the Gemara is assuming. And he would think for a Dover Pasha, something else. And then we would fight. And that was the best chabrusa because it was the other point of view, different perspective. You follow? That's important. Today, we don't want that. We want people that only think like us and agree with us. And this is also comes up a problem in Shaduchim as well. Okay, but that's not for today. So says from Yeruchim, Al-Achas Kama ve-Kama b'Musur b'Midis When it comes to Musar and Midot, Asher HaTeva 
the nature of a person blinds him. Right? It's it's yaver ene chachomim kol shekem bilti chachom. Right? So therefore, if you want to know the truth about your avodas Hashem and your approach, and if you're doing things properly, and you're you you have the right approach and your midas, etc., etc., you need a good friend who's going to ask you 24 questions. I'll call psiyah psiyah on every step you take, and you'll be forced into a position to answer 24 answers. And then he brings the Mishnah and Masechet Avot. What is a good path in life that you should choose this path in life and by sticking to this formula you'll be successful in life. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Chaver Tov. You should find yourself a good friend. Pirush Rav. What does it mean a good friend? Is it a good friend to go bowling with or what not? Says the Rav. Very hard to find a friend, a person who looks for a friend like that today. You have a friend who cares about you enough, and he's close enough with you to feel comfortable to open his mouth when he sees something going wrong. Yeah. And this is Rabbi Yeshua talking, and when he said this, he wasn't talking that this is good for you. He was saying what was good for him. That means even Rabbi Yeshua himself, with all his greatness, understands that you need a good friend to give you Musa. Got it? So he says over here, he goes further, Rabbi Rucham, and he explains how Ahavata Tochacha, loving the constructive criticism, an awareness that someone can bring to you. This is the way to get out of the trap of the Yetzer. Okay? Now, let me just see a little further before we talk a little. Oh, so he says, the Lashon of the Pasuk that we started with was Ish. Ish. Starts off with Ish. Tochachot, the person who needs tochacha, ish. Says Rabbi Rucham, ish, whenever the Torah uses that language, that terminology, it's referring to a person who's hashuv, godless ha'odam. Right? And the chiddush of the Pasuk is that afilu ha'ish, even a person who's a man, who's a great person, he needs to be able to realize that he needs tochacha. And therefore he says, this is a diktuk in Chazal, ezet derech tova shidabek ba'adam, pirush yetavi'ehu lechol tova. What is the derech that's going to bring you to all goodness in life? Tochacha. Haver tov, a good friend. Shiyoichichenu. Okay? Hashem would have forgiven them for the most unbelievable sin. This was a terrible sin. Terrible. But Hashem would have been willing to forgive them right away if He saw that they're open to make changes.
Okay? And so, go, so he goes on and on very, very much in this, in this thing. And he explains that if a person becomes sick with this midav kashe orev, there's no refuah. And therefore he said to Moshe Rabbeinu, go down quickly. Why? Pen has shalom. It might be too late. They're going to hate people who point out things that should be done differently. That's the piece of Rabbi Rucham. If you want to see it inside, it's unbelievable. But, so this is a very important thing, because in today, we all struggle with this thing. You understand? Don't tell me what to do. I know myself. I know what works. Such confidence, unbelievable confidence. And people take it as an insult. You're insulting their intelligence if you say things different than them. They think that their mahalach of doing things is the only mahalach. And a lot of times in Shalom Bayes you'll have this problem. Because people have different mahalachim even if they both agree on the same destination, we all want our children to be, let's say, but a husband and wife may have a different approach in certain situations of which is the right path to take to get to that destination. And when a person is not open to hear that, then we have a problem. We don't have a relationship. Now, a, a deeper problem that is in communications because sometimes people are not expressing that they have a different mahalach. They're just arguing a, a bottom line. Do this, don't do this. And it sounds like both parties are in two different programs. But if they would actually sit down and develop what they're trying to say... They will realize that they're agreeing on the destination, they're only disagreeing on the approach how to get there. So let me give you one marshal, okay? So let's say <coughs> both the husband and wife want their child to become a Talmid Hakam, okay? Now comes Corona and the child is not in Yeshiva. And he has to listen to the shi'ur on the phone. And the mother's realizing that the child is distracted. He's not really paying attention. And she's very upset. And she feels that we need to put pressure on this kid to follow his seder hayoyim and seder alimud. Otherwise we may have a kid who falls out of learning. He'll never become that talmihacham, right? The husband may make an argument and say, listen, the situation is stressful enough. Very difficult for a person out of the structure to be able to do that. If you're going to put too much pressure on the kid, the kid's going to get turned off or whatever, and the pressure is worse. Therefore, leave him be. Okay? So here's a machloikis in Mahalcha. The wife says pressure, the husband says leave be. But they're both agreeing in the bottom line what they want from their kid in the destination. The question is only the 
approach to get there. Okay? So, now this is a classic thing where people think, the way they think is so emet and so true that there's no other possibility. Right? <clears throat> so the wife may tell the husband, you are just irresponsible. You just want to make life easy for yourself because you don't want to get involved in doing what you have to do as a parent or whatever. So she may have a very negative uptight, as we call it, a negative way of seeing the approach of the husband without a conversation. She's telling him, put pressure on the kid to study, and he says, leave him alone, leave him alone. So they're only talking bottom line. Pressure, leave him alone. If they sat down to have a conversation... And she explains her loveliness, why she thinks the pressure mahalach is good. And if the kid loses this concept of structure, when it comes time to go back to school, he'll have a very difficult time going back in. And then the husband makes his argument that although I do hear your point, however there could be another negative, now we have a conversation, now we have a sugya. There is two points. And now Rav Cheshmaitz. Because I'm going to ask you a kash on your mahalach, and you're going to ask me a kash on my mahalach, and now we have to make Rav Cheshmaitz. This is how it works in Avodah Hashem. This is not only in Halakha, this is not only Pshat and Gemara, this is in all the decision-making process. In order to come to the truth, you have to have a conversation. But you have to know how to have a conversation. If your conversation is putting the other person down, saying you're a fool, you're careless, very derogatory, attacking, that's not a conversation. You know, sometimes you tell a couple that they're supposed to communicate. For them, communication is the worst thing. Because it's not just communicating. You have to know how to communicate. You understand? But the first thing and the primary point here that we're making is that you have to be open that there can be different mahalchim. There can be kashas on your mahalach. It doesn't have to be that you uh, thought of everything. And hearing a different point of view and a different perspective is the best thing in the world. You understand? So once upon a time, we lived in a society that that came more natural to people. Because you were in a group uh, in your yeshiva, and your dormitory, and your family, whatever it was, whatever your social network is. And in every single group, there's different opinions. Many many of those opinions are based on personalities. So different personalities, different opinions. Okay? And therefore, you had to deal with the people in your circles in order to see what each person has to say. And same thing with going Avodah Hashem. You had people that actually learned Musa and had Habrusas in learning Musa and listened to Vadim from their Mashkichim. And they were open and thirsty to hear different ways of seeing things to figure out their met. Today, the culture changed. Because of technology, the culture changed. Today, I have a group, a social network group of people that I pick and I choose, hand-pick them to be exactly like me, to think like me, to work like me, and to like what I say, and they're part of my network. You understand? 
You see that in the dormitory, you know. I don't want to be in the dorm with him. I don't want to be with him. I want to be with people that are exactly like me. And then you stay a big, fat nothing. Because ka'am kishe aref, you know. You point out things to people that they need to work on and they will not budge an inch. They won't budge. That's kishe aref. Kishe aref is impossible to grow. Impossible to grow. You understand? And you have to go in with the understanding that you do have nagiyas. So therefore, that makes you biased to your opinion. So you have to be open to listen. For that, you have to have a good friend. Because if he's not a friend, then he's just knocking you. If he's just knocking you, he's going to break you. So it has to be a haver. It has to be a person who loves you and you know it. And he gives you and he invested in you and he's there for you for everything. So then you can be open and he knows you. The Chavar knows you, so he knows how to talk to you. And mainly you're open to hear what he has to say. But we have to find a friend. And to find a friend, you have to invest in one too. You have to be there for someone else as well. So this is a big work. But that's why the Chazal tells, Go buy him. You can't go through life without somebody like that. You understand? And it's a big gift from Hashem if you're married. If there is real shalom and love over there and understanding how to communicate, because a wife will give you toichocha. And you'll give her toichocha and you'll grow together. You understand? Sometimes your children give you toichocha. You have to be ohev toichocha. You have to be willing to make changes. Because life and society is constantly changing. So you have to be a flexible person. If a person is not a flexible person, he cannot grow. And if he's not a flexible person, cannot be married happily. If he's not a flexible person, he cannot raise kids properly. You have to be open to change, to hear different point of views. That's what we're learning over here. So before we mekayim the mitzvah, someone else, first you have to be able to be mekabal techocha yourself. If you're able to be mekabal techocha yourself, then you're roi. To, to appreciate, you know, you have to appreciate something in order to give it out to someone else. If you yourself appreciate it, you'll be able to give it to someone else. Also, if you begin a career of Ohev Tochachot, so you will see which ones of your Midas keep coming up to stand in the way of that. And then you'll learn how to deal with your own Yetzirah of being Kashe Orev. Then you'll understand other people too. You'll understand what challenges stands in the way between you giving Teichocha to that person and him accepting it. And once you understand that, you'll be able to work with that. You follow? This is a deep yesoy that's coming out of there. We'll stop here for today.